It's time for Spotlight on KRWC. Uh, many times on Mondays we have our Minnesota Matters program, but we take matters into our own hands on occasion when we have uh, events that are coming up and uh, only have a certain amount of Spotlight dates on the calendar. So uh, today we're going to um, take time to talk about another event, another summer celebration in the area that is going to be happening this week. We go, it seems like, from one to another to another to another, and this week it's the Monticello Riverfest festivities. And today, to help us discuss that, Marcy Anderson, Executive Director of the Monticello Chamber, joins us. Hey, Marcy, good morning. Hi, Tim. Thank you so much for having me. It's our pleasure. You've got uh, big doings in Monticello this week. Yes, we have a four-day festival coming up, um, a lot of family, a lot of family-friendly fun, and the weather looks pretty good. Of course, it's always hot, so we're ready for it. It's summertime. What are you going to do? <laughs> what are you going to do? Yeah. Um, before we get, uh, we're going to talk about the events on a day-to-day basis here, but before we do that, talk a little bit about the Riverfest Committee. I know you've got a lot of dedicated folks on that that spend a lot of time preparing for this each year, um, but maybe people don't know just what goes into preparations for a Riverfest every year. Yes, that's a very good question. Um, there are close to 20 groups and organizations that create the uh, the committee. We start meeting uh, right after the first of the year. Um, on occasion, there is a wrap-up meeting and things in the fall. Um, but yeah, we're started. We start in January, and it's it's a definite um, army of people, so to speak, that pull this together. Um, four days of of Riverfest, and the chamber does. Um, a couple of other days in between, so we're we're busy Tuesday through Sunday here. It's encouraging to know too that folks that do volunteer come from literally all walks of life, and it's all kind of a labor of love to promote the community and just uh, announce how great it is to be in Monticello. You you are so correct. Um, one of our key um, fundraisers and a way for all ages to give back to the community festival is our duck adoptions. Uh, we, we adopt out 5,000 rubber ducks that um, the Monticello Lions will drop off of the bridge on Sunday at 3.30 and they float down the river and all the adoption forms come in and we, we, we have um, countless uh, cash prizes. There's actually 30, um, but all walks of ages um, help us adopt those out at various locations across um, the community in the um, months prior to the event. There are several communities now that, that do that kind of thing, but it uh, strikes me that Monticello maybe might have been one of the first, at least in our area, to do um, the, the duck drop, and boy, it's still one of the biggest ones. It truly is. Um, it it has been. I'm not exactly sure what year they started that, um, but yes, it is. I believe it's one of the um, our organization's one of the first that actually came up with that idea. Yeah, always fun. Marcy Anderson is our guest mm-hmm. with the Monticello Chamber of Commerce. We're talking about Riverfest again. The dates are uh, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday of this week, and we're going to kind of go down the events calendar. Before we do that, we can uh, tell everybody that if they log on to MonticelloRiverFest.com, they can find out more specifics or, or kind of, you know, focus on these at their leisure. But um, let's start with some of the events that are going to be on the calendar here and maybe tell us about the Thursday events. 
Sure. Um, so the Chamber of Commerce actually has an unofficial kickoff to Riverfest party. We plan that on uh, Wednesday, July 13th. It runs from 5 to 8 p.m. in Westbridge Park, which is located right on the Mississippi River. Um, it's a beautiful park here in town. It is um, very, very easy to get to, great parking. Um, it's been known to be kind of a wonderful spot for all of the really hardworking volunteers for Riverfest to come in and enjoy one evening where they don't have to work. Um, they can enjoy live music, um, kid-friendly games, um, food. We have emergency vehicles and uh, so on. Um, then we go right into Thursday, which, of course, is um, the Pioneer Park evening. It's a it's the kickoff night. It's an ultimate family fun night. Um, there's absolutely, it's, it's a dry event. There is no um, alcohol served at this event, so it's very, very family friendly. Um, from a collector car show, um, Home Depot brings out their kid building clinic, um, which is um, always a family favorite. Uh, there's food concessions. All of those are run by our volunteers, and those organizations um, really put in a lot of time and effort. So we really encourage everybody to come down and grab a snow cone or a root beer float, and you can even have dinner. Um, the Wright County Sheriff Office does a canine demonstration at that event. Um, there's a petting zoo, pony rides, kids' games, and the ever-favorite local community leaders take part in a pieting contest which starts at 6.30 right in Pioneer Park. Fantastic. And I think our uh, KRWC Roadshow will be there that night, too, so that's always fun. Yes, you're, you are correct. And, and definitely, yes, KRWC has been a, a fan favorite as well. You guys do a wonderful job on bringing the kids together and playing games and stuff. All right, so that's Thursday, the big night at Pioneer Park. Then we move into Friday, and... Uh, most of the events on Friday kind of concentrated to the evening. Um, talk a little bit about what's going on then. Yes, that is correct. Um, we, we, we kick off the evening with the uh, Monticello Talent Show. Um, all local um, groups and individuals get together and bring their talent to the uh, Monticello High School Auditorium stage. Um, super fun for all ages, and it's just a small uh, fee to attend that. Uh, directly following the um, talent show at dusk is the fireworks show, which is located on the Monticello High School grounds. And uh, fireworks fun for all. And um, where do people usually view? Uh, just, uh, I'm sure it can be seen from a long ways away. It certainly can. I, I've been told the surrounding churches um, that are up on Monty Hill, mm -hmm. um, a lot of organizations like um, or individuals like to, to park in those parking lots, um, and they've also been known on the other side of the interstate. Um, those businesses along there have really big parking lots, and people park there as well. Yeah. Kind of a front row display. Yep, and, uh, and a big one, too. And, boy, fireworks are... You know, that's, uh, that's an expensive thing to put on, so folks really have to uh, kind of think about it and appreciate those because it's a, it's a big deal to get them. Yes, it certainly is, and it's, it's always a really good show. All right, that's Friday, and then we move into the weekend, and, boy, we've got all kinds of things going on. How about Saturday? Yes, uh, Saturday. It starts nice and early. Um, for those of you that um, like to walk and run or into fitness and athletics, uh, come on over at 8.30 a.m. Uh, Westbridge Park. They um, have a wonderful uh, 5K set up for anyone um, from kids to adults. Um, so that um, registration has been going on. And I believe you can sign up even at the door that day. 
um, the Chamber of Commerce, we actually host our annual Art in the Park um, Taste of Monticello during the day. It runs from 8 to 3 um, in Ellison Park. We are very excited to announce after the last two years and the pause we had in 2020, um, we are back bigger and better than ever. I actually have 25 brand-new art vendors, a total of 65 vendors, um, art vendors that are make all um, – Everything from jewelry to textiles to you, you name it, it's it's absolutely wonderful show. Um, and then 10 local businesses do Taste of Monticello, and they bring their signature dishes down there, and they run that from 10 to 3. Um, at the same time, in the same park, um, it's a nice lar- large park, uh, 10 a.m., we have a Riverfest beanbag tournament. Um, to guarantee your spot, you'd want to pre-register, but sometimes they take walk-ins. Uh, two-person teams are only $30 to register, and first place payout is $500, so that's been um, really popular over the years. Then on Saturday, biggest event of the, of the week, we have the wrap-up with um, music, and this year we have uh, Maiden Dixie. They are coming out, and Betty Danger will kick it off at 6 o'clock p.m., and that is right behind the Monticello Community Center. That was a big day. And uh, backing up a little bit to the uh, Taste of Monticello and the Art in the Park, that's a big event because uh, it, and it's great exposure, not only for the artists that participate, but the, uh, the local restaurants. And sometimes, you know, it's just human nature, I guess, that uh, you, you tend to kind of forget about maybe some of the uh, great eateries or uh, either other businesses, things like that, that maybe that maybe right that are not right on the the main drive all the time. You know, they might be just a couple blocks away, but here's a good opportunity for them to really show their stuff. Yes, that is correct, and we've got a number of brand new uh, vendors that will be down there, and we're very excited to introduce um, their their homemade products to to everyone down in the park that day. And the uh, the music is free, is it not, right? Y- yes, the music on Saturday evening, um, that's something that the committee has prided themselves on. We, um, we do not charge for um, guests to get in. Okay. All right, so Betty Danger at 6, followed by Maiden Dixie at 8 p.m. So that's the uh, Saturday lineup. Then we move to Parade Day on Sunday. That is correct. Rain or shine, uh, high noon we start. So um, we have just over 100 uh, entries, and I'm very excited to announce, um, for those that didn't know, St. Michael Elbertville High School has invited Monticello students to join their band this year, and they are going to march in Riverfest Parade on Sunday. Fantastic. That's great. Um, And uh, talk about some of the other uh, units. What what kinds of things are we going to be seeing in the parade? So very exciting uh, for the first time, um, to my knowledge, for the first time, we actually have a theme this year. Uh, it's red, white, and blue. So we're encouraging all of the entries to um, embrace that and decorate their floats. Uh, we will take photographs. We actually have help from the, um, the newspaper on collecting those pictures. And then we're going to have community involvement, and they can vote on their favorite float. Um, we are bringing back the 728 uh, cadets, which is always a wonderful uh, marching band. And then we have the St. Cloud Shriner go-karts, which is always a, a fan favorite. So we're really excited to have them come back this year. 
It's a big event. Uh, talk a little bit about the parade route and where folks uh, can can view this. Um, and if there is, a, I'm sure that they have access to a map, right? Yes, there is a map, uh, like you mentioned before, at MonticelloRiverFest.com. Um, it's also been printed in the Monticello Times, has a um, piece in there. Um, but the parade route runs from the American Legion off of 3rd Street. Uh, it comes down Walnut Street, which is uh, right in front of the community center and Cargill. And then it'll take a right on 6th Street, and so the old fire hall and just around the whole community center and the library. So it's a perfect family route. Um, there's a lot of really good safe parking here, and they do a very good job setting that, that up. All right, and that starts uh, promptly at 12 noon, and, um, you know, the uh, public lines the streets. It's a big parade, one of the bigger in the area. Yes, it's, it's um, well attended. And then, uh, as you said, uh, kind of all the Sunday events, more food and festivities in the park. And uh, talk again, if you will, about the duck drop now. The time on that is what? Uh, the time for the duck drop is 3.30. And the best viewing location uh, for watching the ducks come down the river, which is always um, really well attended, is Ellison Park. We sit on the banks of the Mississippi River, and we get to watch the the. 5,000 rubber ducks come down the river, and then the volunteers um, that take the jet skis and the boats and the nets and get them out, and they're all numbered, and hopefully your adoption sheet matches one of the, the first ones coming in, and the very last duck gets $100. And, of course, there's all kinds of other activities, kids' games, uh, bingo, and uh, music. And uh, now I see a note here on the website that the crispy chicken dinner is back. Tell me about that. Yes, that is correct. That that was something long before my time. This is my 10th um, River Fest that I've been a part of. And originally they did the crispy chicken dinner. And then it went away for a while. We, um, we were able to do like a pulled pork. Um, Von Hansen's did a wonderful job at that. And now we've been thinking we'd go back to the original dinner. And so a lot of people are really excited. Um, Pizza Ranch is bringing out their crispy chicken dinner, and it, sh- it should be um, pretty well received down there. All right. Fantastic. And uh, Citizen of the Year presentation is always a big event, too. Yes, that is correct. We, we, were, we were always blessed with a lot of um, civic-minded individuals in this community, um, but this year, Perry Sloniker, the general manager of the Best Western Plus, rose to the top for, for countless reasons. Um, he's just always giving back to the, to the chamber, to the rotary, to the community, his church. Um, the, the list goes on and on. He's definitely deserving of the award. Yeah. And then coronation follows immediately afterwards. That is correct. We are thrilled to bring that back. Um, we took a two-year pause uh, for obvious reasons, and now we're back. We have um, six candidates, and we're very lucky to have the past girls that were actually the reigning from 2019 till just, oh, well, let's say present. Um, they're going to come back and pass their crowns on. So that was really generous of them to take that out of their schedules. It wasn't required, but we're really thrilled to have them come back. Um, and, and the coronation will follow uh, directly after the Citizen of the Year presentation at 4 p.m. 
It's kind of the longest reign of uh, Miss Monticello ever. <laughs> for it about certainly three years is. They definitely have gone above and beyond anything we could have imagined. Um, did they, they didn't realize what was going to happen to them when they got crowned yeah. back in 2019, that's for sure. Which brings up a good point here before we kind of wrap up. Uh, Marcy is uh, maybe just shed a little light on uh, the, the tribulations and trials that the uh, Riverfest Committee like other committees in every town all around our uh, area and state, uh, it has just been tough on uh, everything through the whole COVID situation. And, um, you know, it's, you, you always hate to lose momentum, but it looks like we're, we're back and better than ever this year. You are totally correct. Um, I've seen that at all levels. Um, running a Chamber of Commerce, we're a very active um, with event-based chamber, and I can see that going into these events. You know, we definitely had built everything up, well-attended events. Everybody was in a routine. I feel like the two-year pause kind of caused people to change their routine, and now it seems that they're coming back. I think people are are ready. Um, We're blessed to have everything be outside other than the talent show. So I think I, I predict that this year will be probably similar to years past. Um, participation and signups for people that are involved in, in creating and making this amazing thing happen, are they've really come out in full force. So we're really excited about that. You know, what we've found when we've talked with other locations, too, is more and more people um, that put on these kind of festivals in other areas uh, say that if, if nothing else, uh, if you're looking for a positive to come out of it, it kind of shows people uh, how good we had it prior to that, you know, and it's uh, like, well, let's get back to that again. You are so correct, Tim. Um, it it definitely reminds us of what we what we missed for two years, and bringing bringing everyone back together like this. I I think um, I think they're going to really enjoy the hard work and effort, and maybe appreciate it a little bit more. So, yeah, that's a very good viewpoint. Yeah. All right. Um, well, the full list of uh, all of the events that we talked about here uh, are on the website at MonticelloRiverFest.com. So if you want to review all of these or maybe print your own copy to, to have and uh, click off as the days go by, you can do that. Otherwise, uh, you can just click to it at any time. Uh, I was going to ask you, Marcy, the Wednesday kickoff, is that uh, open to the public too? Is that a, a community uh, event? Yes, very okay. much so. Very family-friendly event. Um, the music is free there as well. We have Merchants of Soul coming to play. Um, there's really inexpensive uh, food booths, which is run by all local businesses. And there's kids' games, and there's a nonprofit section, uh, which has really grown over the years. Um, many people try to reach those organizations, and they just don't have a storefront. So the chamber decided, wouldn't it be nice in a in a park, in, a, in an event like this, that they would have an opportunity in a booth for people to come and find out what their organization or nonprofit does. So it's been a really good um, partnership over the years, and we're really excited to have it back this year. Yeah, fantastic. And the uh, activities kick off at what time? Uh, the event runs from 5 to 8 p.m. in Westbridge Park. 5 to 8, Westbridge Park, and that's the uh, the big kickoff. And again, outside of the concessions, uh, most everything there is free then, too. Correct. Most of it is, or very, very inexpensive, because uh, the business community has supported and sponsored a number of those 
um, kids' games and, and whatnot so that we can bring the community together. All right. Well, all we got to do now is uh, cross our fingers for good weather and reading the forecast. It looks pretty good, pretty warm, so put your sunscreen on, but uh, come on out and enjoy Monticello River Fest. Marcy Anderson with the Monticello Chamber, our guest here on Spotlight this morning. And Marcy, thank you for your time, and uh, we'll see you, I'm sure, two, three times up there in Monticello, so uh, we, we look forward to visiting with you some more. Yes, thank you so much, Tim. It was a pleasure. All right. Thanks. Have a great week. Monticello's River Fest, again, uh, the big kickoff Wednesday evening at West Bridge Park, 5 to 8, and then events running Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. We'll keep you up to date on the air and, of course, on KRWC News as well. That's our spotlight for you for today here on KRWC.